0: Hey, 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 Talking Joe fans, Mark here. Today we're sharing another sketchbook special. This was originally broadcast as a live stream on YouTube and on the Talking Joe Facebook group. So it is very visual in nature as we walk through my very special G.I. Joe dedicated themed sketchbook. So if you want to see the whole thing with all of the visuals, head on over to the Talking Joe YouTube page but if you just want to hear the audio, and why not, then go ahead and keep on listening. I've saved a PDF of all of the art over at patreon.com slash talkingjoe. So if you want to see the art while you're listening along, then head on over there and download a copy. And with all that said and done, uh, on with the show. Live from the Talking Joe studios, Talking Joe. You Hey, hey, hey! It's me, Mark, and welcome to Talking Joe. It's another sketchbook special, and this time we will be looking into my very own sketchbook. So uh, I think that means I have to play a jingle. Sketchbook, sketchbook, here's my sketchbook. I can show it to you if you want to have a look. Sketchbook, sketchbook. Here's my sketchbook, and now I will stop his song. There we go. Uh, And uh, we're broadcasting live as a live stream, uh, which means that you can get involved and share your comments. That means typing away on the Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, when you do that, uh, I'll see it and I can share it on screen. So join in uh, with your comments. But... I will not be doing this alone. I have uh, a few guests who are joining me today. And uh, let's go ahead and introduce them. I really want to first up talk Joe Joe with with you. you. It's a real American Tim. American Tim. Tim. Mm. Here he is.
1: Hello, Mark, and hello, I'd normally say listeners, but I'll say
0: viewers. Indeed, it's it's all of that going on, um, and uh, yes, great to have you back, Tim, but uh, let's just uh, bung on everyone else on into the screen. Next up, returning for, is it the third time, fourth time? There's probably a technicality there, because we did a one long show and cut it into two. But here he is. Let's not worry about it. It's the man. John Mutt is coming on the show today. Would best be behaved? <laughs> love that theme the song. The man with the dance. Code name. Who doesn't love a theme song?
1: Codename Kid Gloves is here.
0: Exactly, uh, and returning for the second time, uh, this time he's not sharing his sketchbook, he's having a look at mine. Boom it's la, Shane, ah! Shane Zimick who got the jewels in your sketchbook. How many? Ah, super. Oh, I forgot to click the button, <laughs> the important button to add some in. Nice, <laughs> There he is. It's like where, where was this guy? What's he doing? You know, Shane, welcome back to the show, Shane. Shane,
1: I'm so impressed with the with the blue hues of your background. It seems like you're in a in a headquarters of some time, some kind. As if you picked <laughs> this color scheme on purpose to be, say, Joe Headquarters.
2: Um, oh, I picked a color blue. Scheme, like, cool and um it's very uh comforting this is my uh i don't wanna say my man cave, but it's my um my little getaway here in the house my office uh library space
0: fortress of solitude somewhere <laughs> yeah in, inside on the interior of that uh that cobra. A uh, little half an igloo. What was that called? With the you break it, kept on falling into three pieces whenever you uh, you know looked at it too hard. I'm not imagining this toy. It's a thing that exists. A little mini cobra base. Looks like an igloo. <laughs> three bits. Two guns stick out the side. Got a thing on top.
1: Wait, is it white or is it blue? It's blue. Blue. Oh, is that the cobra? Is that... ammo. <laughs> Not the ammo oh, depot. Someone's going to rescue. Here we go. Badia, something thank, thank
0: bunker. You face... Thank Cobra you, Facebook user. <laughs> Cobra bunker.
1: When yeah. in doubt, ask the audience. <laughs>
0: exactly yeah 50/50 ask the audience yeah the host isn't going to help you in this occasion <laughs> so thank you Facebook uh, user you can do some shenanigans in the background to link up your profile so that uh, you can we can see um, who you are or you can just add your name on at the end of it um, so yeah we are gathered here today uh, to look at my GI Joe sketchbook uh, I've talked about it uh, a few times before uh i i sort of have it's my yeah probably it's probably third let's say uh proper sketchbook and and what i found was that i was filling up my sketchbook mostly with just geo joe sketches um and so there'll be like you know baroness uh batman uh you know scarlet then the joker you know so Every other sketch was basically GI Joe. So yeah, bite the bullet. Um, you know, start a uh, start a GI Joe uh, themed sketchbook. And this is for those taking notes a Lichterm 1917 uh, sketchbook. Uh, it's got a nice thick glossy cover. You, is that is that what you, you, the brands of your choice uh, as well, Tim? For my for my calendar. Um, and uh, it's got very. Uh, very glossy well it's very very white pages the moleskin that i had before had a kind of a an ivory kind of sheen sheen to them which made it look a little bit like they were kind of you know yellowed by by age or or, or sunlight and uh yeah seems to to take a different variety of media quite quite well so sort of uh, happy with uh, the the sketchbook so so this is yeah a sketchbook generally taken along to conventions um I would have a uh, my printout of some uh, reference, which generally wasn't used too much. I had uh, A to Z for uh, for each, so I had one letter for each char- character. I thought I might maybe go an alphabetical route, but I uh, I didn't in the in the end. Um, so um, while this is in front of me, let's see fingers first, fastest finger first. Uh, let's go alphabet uh, A. Alpine. Ace. Airborne. Thank you. <laughs> B. Bazooka. Right barbecue. Baroness. Beachhead. Bat.
1: C. Easy. Cobra Soldier. <laughs> D.
0: Def- yeah. Destro. Uh, e. Eels. Eels. <laughs> yeah. Come on, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> think, Barry. Beret. beret and shotgun. Flint.
3: Flint. I thought you were trying to get us to actually get the actual in alphabetical order based on whatever it is. So F. What's the first?
0: Is there non- somebody F A? So
3: I think I'm thinking way too hard there. Sorry, <laughs> non-
0: that would be too tundrums. much. No, I'm just looking for the just looking for the for the first one to get the letter. Um, so any, any, any person from the letter, uh, G. Ghost Rider. Ooh. I don't, I don't, not familiar with that one. I don't remember that name. <laughs> what Gung-ho. is, uh, well, Guacho, even, uh, the, uh, the UK variant of, uh, Gung Ho. Uh, H. Hot sauce. <laughs> Hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... Right. I think as, as fun as that is, <laughs> people come it's... to see, came to see, uh, it's kind so of fun. To see the arts. Yeah, you know what that is? Uh, yes.
1: we, we should do that live when, when we're in person. That should be a trivia thing if we're doing Talking Joe live in front of 23 people in a convention room that can fit 500, and everyone else is in the other room buying toys or something, or they're like at some voice actor panel. <laughs> marks, like, marks, like, mark's like, X, and there's only one.
0: Same up. <laughs> um, and this is my other thing that I bring along to the conventions. It's the trade paperback of uh, the Order of Battle, which I think this edition is somewhat scarce. Uh, so, uh, so it's quite brave of me to be taking it around. Uh, it, it sort of, you know, in a in a rucksack. Um, and i know that that larry used to to have a a copy you know on his appearances as as well it's a a great resource because you've got a, you know you've got the full kind of uh you know full figure shot you know mm-hmm. with with all of the key details of uh the the outfits and stuff which you know
1: you're not going to do i'm gonna i'm gonna bring the order of battle collection to conventions and a sketchbook and i'm just gonna have artists draw dial tone they're gonna have to make up what his is it dial tone where you only see him from the back? No, who am I thinking of who you only see from the back in order of battle? There's one Joe
0: who be who tripeed. Oh, be... Yeah, breaker.
1: Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a breaker sketchbook and every artist is gonna make up. It's like, oh, he's got a button up shirt and a tie. Like, oh, he's got a tuxedo t-shirt. It's like, He's got like rock and rolls, uh, bullet, bullet yeah, belt. Weird. Leather, leather jackets. <laughs>
0: uh and we've got someone else saying hello so uh greetings back to you uh shav um so yeah I think uh let's let's get into it uh let's get into this bad boy so sketchbook time and as uh, as tradition is here is is uh, try and guess the artist before you are told it is is uh, I think the the game element here. So here we go. The character is Scarlet. Ding, ding, ding. I think that was John in there. That is indeed Brian Shearer. Oops. Saw a preview of the next one. Uh, That's Brian Shearer, who uh, drew this at Rollout Roll Call 2016 uh, when he uh, visited over. And uh, yeah, I think um, I I just lucked out in terms of... uh, him not being too overwhelmed by by requests, which meant that he was able to spend uh, some a good amount of time uh, sort of finessing the details of of this. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Interesting to see to see Brian Brian at work, at, particularly when he's sort of doing his uh, his colours and 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 things. That um, it's a kind of yeah almost meditative exercise, and you know, see, seeing uh, seeing the 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 spaces being filled in and layering uh, in the textures with the different gradients of uh, uh, of uh, marker and so on.
1: But not not technically colors. These are these are warm grays and cool grays. This must be Copic markers.
0: These are yeah 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 yeah.
1: How do you how do you oh, folks sure. feel about um, the slightly evolving um, cushion pad on on Scarlet's shoulder from eighty two to to this?
3: I like this a lot more than the classified series figure that has that weird star yes. shield thing on her other shoulder
1: okay mm. so yeah, i do not
3: know the- i mean of course she also this this gear is so uh i don't know not useful i mean it's a unitard with tights and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's face it you know, it's not, not tactical at all <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's she's the Princess Leia of 1982, GI <laughs> <G>. Joe. <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, I mean, I say that as a joke, but she is. Um, you know, she's also she's also a badass. And um, um, I, as a kid, it didn't. It took me like I think 15 or 20 years before someone told me what the red um, cushioning on her shoulder strap was, and um, if she's not holding a rifle. Is that a mismatch that that costume design? Because it's it's supposed to absorb the cushion from recoil, okay. right? It's a place it's a place to prop the butt of a rifle up against if she were a sniper or had like a long uh, uh, rifle. So I, I've I've always liked it mm. for the color and uh, I like it as a just a bit of texture, uh, you know, the way that I like you know like the like the insides of the uh, of Copperhead's pants, right? It's like, like the piping. Um, and and over the years, this shoulder pad has gotten sort of bigger and smaller. Um, and I think her, her modern costume in Real American Hero where she's got sort of normal pants and she's got more of a piece of armor or just like more of a um, tank top style shirt rather than a, a unitard. Like I'll always be happy when I see this, but for, you know, for like parody, uh, I think it's okay that she's not wearing the unitard um, these days.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and this this shoulder pad is,
2: is the uh Sorry, the makeup you? of the costume some people draw it way too exaggerated it's too out there some people draw it super extremely practical and i think it's a fine line to get the balance right
1: you mean just the pad
2: but overall the costume mm-hmm. it's way too superhero sometimes and then other times it's just super tactical so yeah, I think this is This is a good balance right here.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I f- I feel like if it's if her if her sort of like breastplate is more like armor, it's going too far.
0: Yeah, a little uh, bit.
1: It's you know it should still be should still be clothing.
0: Yeah, this this version I think is sort of skewing slightly towards the Ninja Force Scarlet, where it was a bit more of a kind of a like a samurai kind of pad almost. Yeah. Uh, we
1: should count yeah. the number of times in uh, comics and zero for animation where she has used one of these throwing stars from her glove. When uh, Mark, yeah. when you run out of uh, names for innuendo, this can be like one of your trivia.
0: <laughs> Scar- <laughs> Scarlet throwing stars. She, Does she- used. Yeah, she, she used them early, early on in the series. Early on, because yeah, she, she definitely threw used into- them in.
1: Yeah, she threw it into Cover it- Commander's hand in issue yeah. one. Right. That might be the
0: only Did I
1: just come up with the greatest G.I. Joe trivia <laughs> question. You're welcome.
0: She also Good threw one. them in uh, in front line that first arc as they're coming out of that um, train sort of cargo bit coming out and magically throwing. Oh, I... no, no, that was cross bolts. She might have thrown something. At... She might have thrown it in that arc as well. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. This one I'm quite excited about because I think I may own the greatest rendition of this character. Guess is wow. uh, this is uh, Zanzibar, but who is the artist?
1: Is this um, uh, Yannick Paquette? Uh,
0: no, I can I can see why we might think that. so certainly of that I've... kind of. And, and, and you know standing um, shall I put you out of your misery
1: I have uh, it, it feels it's not Chris Sprouse it's not I give up <laughs>
0: it is oh it's uh, Dave, it's Dave Johnson. The man it's Johnson Dave Johnson
1: oh okay. wow
0: <laughs> yeah it is wow. he, devil pig Dave Johnson
1: did he have a long line at this 2016 con
0: um, he didn't. I mean, this the the London Film and Comic Con is is a stri- slightly strange con. It, it, it attracts a lot of people going there to meet. Uh... Uh, like yeah like film stars and extras you know film stars and people who are are in films who aren't necessarily stars but were in a franchise movie um to go and you know get a photo and get an autograph and stuff like that and then they have a uh a, a comic section as well which sometimes attracts quite you know significant guests but most of the people you know, attending the con aren't there for the for the comic uh, guests. So, uh, as a punter, it can be quite a good place to to meet someone. um uh, You know, who's got, you know quite a, a good stature in the in- industry without necessarily having such a, an enormous uh, queue. So, uh, I very much went there that con with um a couple of people in mind, and I think he was top of the the, the list. And I got to his uh, I got to his. Um, you know, desk, and uh, I cleared out my entire budget for the day, <laughs> went back to the cash machine, <laughs> took out my maximum withdrawal that I could uh, for my day's allowance, and and then gave all of that money to him as as well. So I think I came away with this sketch, um, the cover to G.I. Joe um, uh, issue one from IDW, the Chuck Dixon one, and a cover to uh, 100 Bullets, as well, which uh, uh, I very generously gave to my brother for his birthday present that that year. But um, Would you uh, say that... I don't know that he's ever done anything to deserve that. (laughs) What's... Sorry, Tim.
1: Would you say that Dave Johnson sketches uh, quickly,
0: medium, slowly? Um, For this, relatively slowly. So I left the... um, I left my sketchbook with him for a good chunk of the day, and was coming back period, period periodically just to to check that he hadn't forgotten about me entirely. Um, so so yeah, he uh, I think he spent a decent amount of time on on this, and yeah, the the choice I said was entirely up up to him. I said, um, you know, do you, do you know, you know, are you happy picking a character? And he said, yep. Yeah. I'll leave it with me. I'll come up with something. And uh, he just thought, yeah, this one was just particularly, uh, you know, wacky and and a bit uh, fun to to draw. And I think my reaction might have been slightly misleading when I got it back because I was a bit like, surprised by the fact that he chose Zanzibar, <laughs> which, um, which he may have kind of interpreted as me initially maybe not being uh, so enthusiastic about the, the sketch. Um, but but yeah, I think he's uh, yeah, a true talent and uh, someone that we're lucky to have uh, in the, the comic biz. So yeah, very very fortunate to, to have there's, this in my book.
1: There's something a little unusual about this drawing, and that is the camera... Is a couple inches higher than Zanzibar. We're looking down at him slightly. Like if he's six feet tall, the camera's at six three, six foot three inches. because uh, we can see the top of his shoulders. We can see a little bit of the top of his head. We're not at eye level and mm-hmm. uh, like the cover A for G.I. Joe issue 285. We're not like we're not at two feet looking straight at the two people kneeling and looking up at Duke. Um and that's uh, that's fun, and and it feels a little unusual for a, for a convention sketch.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and what he's chosen to include, you know, not include the angle. Yeah, it's uh, it's an oh, interesting composition, and I don't I don't imagine there's too too many G.I. Joe collections who uh, collectors who've got lots of Zanzibar's uh, solo pieces in in their in their collection. <laughs> John Shane, prove me wrong. No. Have you got one? No. <laughs> I do not. Um, and I was very
2: curious if you asked for Zanzibar or if you gave him the choice. So I'm glad you told us that. I think it's a great uh, yeah. fit for his style. It definitely works. It's really cool.
0: Great. Uh next up, who have we got? Andrew Wildman. Oh, it's ding ding ding. <laughs> Quick off the mark with that one. So this is an Andrew Wildman Destro. Uh, I guess version two, you'd call it, uh, in uh, in his sort of gold mask suit with uh, uh, the cloak. Um, this was at Nice, 2016. Um, so uh, yeah, I'd made a good start on my my sketchbook this this year. Made a, a few uh, a fair few um, dents in, in in the initial pages uh, during 2016. Nice is a uh, a really good. Uh, comic creator-centric convention that's uh held uh, sort of just north of london um yeah sort of not not massive massive crowds but the people who do go uh, as punters are very much into um you know meeting creators getting sketches collecting art um and and yeah the, the i think the creators who go um i think appreciate having a Comic centric uh, events where the, you know where they're not filled with a massive full hall full of um, plastic models, uh, vi- or, or um, uh, stormtroopers, uh, you know vying for the attention of the of the punters. So um, I think I think I might have left this one entirely up to uh, up to Andrew to decide as as well. I was going to mean- ask
3: you that because I don't remember. His run on Joe was later. Did he draw Destro in this style then? I don't. Was it? No, yeah, I think this was gen- I, generally the Destro
0: that he drew. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When because um, they they went they had that piece where they were in uh, the yeah the silent castle and it was transforming and whatnot mm-hmm. and he was there with Baroness and I and he was sort of generally I think Destro in this Destro in his, He might have had a. Uh,
1: isn't he in his he might have had a uh,
0: silver mask? But but this costume.
1: He's isn't he in his gold mask on the on Wildman's first cover with the red ninjas upside down, Baroness Oh Indestro. yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he and is. And then uh, the cover of one thirty eight, where the one of the polybagged issues with Baroness Industria in the castle. Uh, he's back to his silver costume, but I feel like that's the um, that's like the that's the third figure. Uh, with the like the spinning disc weapon, where it's basically like, sort of version one Destro again, but kind of beefed up. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I feel like yeah. artists were like mixing them a little bit.
0: Um, two, yeah. two I, think important... he mostly, I think he mostly drew this one, but I think I think he might have reverted to the Silver Masker at times with the V two costume. Go on, go on, tip, so. um,
1: But that that would be the colorist. That would be Bob Sharon, or that would be, yeah maybe like a hasbro you know because he wouldn't draw it any differently um uh what's nice and what's a punter i mean what does nice stand for and what is what is a
0: punter oh i think nice stands for north Ants international comic expo and a punter is um a uh a um civilian you know a, a, a you know a customer going along to uh, a convention
1: okay not not an attendee or not not a not a guest not a VIP
0: exactly, exactly not an exhibitor yeah. okay yeah just one of us um, plebs going along as a
1: <laughs> it's it's interesting to see Andrew Wildman's style evolve over time um, mm. some of this is out of necessity you know like what the his the second half of his run of X of GI Joe he was also drawing another book and so. He drew a lot less, and then he got a different inker who was inking in a really different style. So Wildman under Bob, um, uh, Randy Emberlin looks really different than under uh, Baskerville. But also, after Wildman did a couple years of Spider-Man books, like you know the like that Venom and Carnage and um, like that Black Cat thing, then he goes into like game and animation design and by the time he comes back to comics to do uh that transformers miniseries for dreamwave i know that's not an accurate representation of a style because of how it was inked and how it was colored but you look at his like convention sketches his commissions his covers and a little bit of transformers work he's done more recently and he has streamlined and i think that comes from like learning that you know less is more in animation and video game design. You know, like if you're storyboarding a video game, you don't have to include all the details because someone else is going to build it.
0: And and interesting as well, conventions. What you'll see is he sort of sells some prints and things, where he's sort of playing with different styles. So um, he kind of uh, has played with this, um, like almost like a, an engraving or an etching kind of style, where there's lots of. Um, line work sort of um going going in to, to create uh texture quite a sort of stylized uh look to the to the piece and I don't know how much he's created in that in that style but certainly uh, he's done a a couple of prints I think I think he did like a I wanna say he did um, a G.I. Joe versus Transformers print in that style, but I might be misremembering but
2: okay again I like the um I like the character choice on this while wild men's um run on GI Joe was really um memorable a lot of the characters were not in recognizable costumes at the time they were in later variants that were all to me kind of generic and blended together a little bit so this is nice because I mean there's no doubt it's Destro and it's a it's a different look for him, but still very recognizable. So I like that character choice a lot.
0: Cool. Um, next up is one that I think is rather special. One, I think, definitely up in up in probably probably my top five favorite sketches that I've that I've got. Ron Wagner, Ron, isn't it? It's a, this isn't Ron Wagner. Yeah. This uh, is the really? the character is Spirit, Spirit Iron Knife. Um, so he is a comics creator not associated with GI Joe. I uh, I chose uh, this character because of his association with uh, Native Americans from another book that he was drawing for Vertigo.
1: Is this uh, is this R.M. Guerra who drew Scalped?
0: Ding, ding, ding! This is R.M. Guerra again from Nice, 2016. So yeah, he had a, a very long run doing almost all of the issues of uh, the Vertigo book uh, Scalped, which was largely, you know, based uh, around uh, yeah Native American uh, reservation. Uh, and uh, uh, I think. I think I pretty much stayed at his table as this sort of came to came to life, uh, sort of and, and, and unveiled itself. And at, at times I you know, it was you know, based on what he was drawing at that moment, it's like I don't I can't even recognise what this is, you know, because he'd be starting on particular textures or particular, you know, blacks and it's like and then it all all comes together, you sort of um, you know, it's got the uh, like a watercolor layer to to create the the sort of the foliage, you know casting some some shadows uh, on on spirits. and then yeah the finishing touch was he got uh, some some paints, you know probably gouache or acrylic and just sort of layered it across his uh, uh, his headband.
1: Tell us about the costume because the the shirt feels different. I'm seeing. Uh, mm-hmm. stra- straps uh down from his shoulders
0: yeah so i didn't give any direction to him beyond i think just sharing uh the uh, yeah the order of battle and probably the a printout i'm just having a look at which uh illustration i would have had in uh, in here no i didn't i didn't have him i didn't have him so it would have been a order of order of battle and potentially maybe even sort of just looking on on the phone but I think that would have been the, the main the main reference you can see that the gun that he's got is very much uh, in line with you know the, the toy the toy weapon so uh, here we go let me um let me just share this so you can see that uh, oh, okay. the straps uh, the straps are there on on that illustration. Um, yeah and then any other deviations uh, entirely up to him so he sort of added in a, a bit of a um a neck like a choker type type piece uh, there uh, which yeah is let me just zoom in on that so you can see that detail a little bit more.
1: there's such uh, a sense of You know, danger because of the shadow down on his chest, and the you know the curve of the tree, sort of echoed by how Spirit Iron Knife is leaning forward, and his you know stern, focused expression. Uh, This this one's wound tightly.
0: Mm -hmm. And there we go. Um, Ping on to the next one. Uh, I forgot to have the reveal of the signature, I think. There we go. Uh, <laughs> from very serious to uh, somewhat less so. I don't think that you're going to guess this one.
4: <laughs> is it
0: Dean this, this is Dean Beatty, oh. who is uh, a UK artist who sort of has done his own sort of self-published indie books uh for the most part um and it's been someone that we've met uh at various conventions over a, a number of years and, and have, you know become quite chummy with and uh, he's just got uh, a very sort of bold sort of slightly you know well more than slightly cartooning element to it uh, you know exaggeration and uh yeah you know, we we'll typically just sort of come up with some you know quite interesting uh takes on uh, any given character that uh, is is thrown uh, at him, and he, he. I also commissioned from him uh, a family portrait. So uh, he drew uh, me, my wife, and the two kids in a you know this slightly exaggerated style. Um, and that yeah, that was uh, the picture that actually I use as uh, my f- uh, Twitter avatar. And uh, and the picture has uh, hung on our, our wall for uh, yeah a number of years.
2: I really like this, and I know you keep saying it's cartoony, but to me, it's just energetic. Like, I'd be curious to see some more of his stuff and see how cartoony it is, but I just, to me, this just has a big energy to it, and Mm
4: -hmm.
2: it's a little exaggerated, I guess, but it it totally works. I love the snakes. Love
3: them. The look reminds me of Dragon's Lair for some odd reason. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But yeah, I would uh, yeah, I'd say um, do do Google his name and seek seek him out and have a look at his other stuff because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm you know, I just love his his style and everything he does. It's all it always brings a, a smile to my my face whenever I you know he will post his most recent uh, recent piece. Um, yeah, and yeah, he's p- p- published a uh, a few different things. I've actually got. Uh, got something from him in the post the other day which is his most recent project uh called tiny wizards there uh, so uh it's, you know, on the back so sort of some of the goofiness <laughs> coming through so that's uh yeah i've not read it yet but i believe yeah it's does what it says on the tin it's about diminutives diminutive wizards <laughs> there we go so uh,
1: he's definitely using your reference from Order of Battle because this is the comics costume, not the toy or the animation. Ah, costume. yeah,
0: with the with the red cloak. Yeah, you're right. With the there, okay. Orange
1: with the orange pants that aren't covered okay. in scales. Uh, and his his isn't the toy's torso on the sides also covered in scales?
0: Yeah, I think so. I Think yeah, gold, gold sort of head scales. to toe, pretty much. Okay, I'll ping on to the next one. Here we go. This is another one you probably will not guess. So I'll put the name up now. This is Neil McClements, uh, a viper drawn again at Thought Bubble 2016. We've talked about Thought Bubble quite a lot. It's a a great show which attracts some you know big name artists from, from the UK and, and internationally. They'll, they'll have some headline international guests coming over, especially for it, but it's also got a very um, interesting and diverse artist alley and you're sort of always becoming a sort of just discovering new and interesting artists, um, you know, as as a result. And uh, and he's one of those people who is sort of producing some quite sort of interesting art, sort of quite... Um, I don't know I'd say gritty sort of element to, to to it um and I thought yeah it would be an interesting to, to sort of see see his sort of take um on on a cobra braz expecting that there would be quite a, a sort of a, a realistic militaristic kind of take to to it um was was what I was expecting when I uh chose this uh character for him.
2: Mark, can you zoom in a little bit more on him? I just want to see some more of the okay. detail.
0: Sure. Let me do
1: that. There's a contrast here between mm. Mm, what's what's the artist's name again?
0: This is Neil McClements.
1: So McClements has all of these um, active thin lines, which create the impression of detail. Um, at the same time he's simplifying and flattening like the shoulder pads feel more like they're thin rather than they're thick and the grenades feel more like you know they're cut out of paper rather than like rounded cylinders mm-hmm. so there's this mm-hmm. there's this interesting contrast between uh what he's drawing and how he's drawing it and sure. uh, mm-hmm. I've always wondered since the viper figure's head is too big what it would look like if that <laughs> head were a, a, not a little smaller, but a lot smaller, and now I know, because <laughs> this this is a smaller Excellent. helmet and, and you know a bigger vest.
2: I really like your choice again on this that you had him do somebody geared up with a lot of detail, and I like the I like his art style. To me, he reminds me of like a. Um, a cartoonist, like from a newspaper or a magazine, just from this sample of his art. But I love seeing him do do a GI Joe character. I think it's a great idea.
0: Yeah, because I d- I don't know that I'd say that that this sketch was necessarily representative because um, it's a convention sketch and it was done probably more you know quickly than than he would take for for something that's you know slightly more uh, you know professional for published or you know that that kind of thing. He sort of Tends to slightly probably more slightly more you know i wouldn't say photorealism because it's clearly drawn but but you, if you know in the kind of the the Tim Bradstreet kind of direction i think uh, I I'd, I'd say okay, next up <laughs> 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 so is that Roger language? This is Roger Langridge, who uh, we've seen a couple of pieces from on on these uh, these shows. Roger, Roger Langridge, Snow Job, with uh, his abominable snowman, which is uh, a Roger Langridge character, and this was again at Thought Bubble, uh, 2016. Um, you know, Roger Langridge is one of those artists that I'll always try and seek out and get him to draw something because in, invariably it's going to be delightful. Um, and I and he'd been recently uh, uh, one of his most recent books was this one about the abominable snowman. Um so I thought it would be a fun idea to to have yeah a team up with uh, snow Job. <laughs> so so that's what I asked for in the in the book on this occasion. It was uh, uh, Snow Job versus uh, his uh, abominable snowman uh, character, and uh, was I would definitely uh, you know not let down in my my request, I would say, very pleased with that.
3: I'm a huge lodger, Roger language mm-hmm. fan, too. I don't I don't have a Joe piece, but over on my wall, I have Zoot from The Muppet Show playing the flute, which is a piece that I had done for my wife many years ago. But got to be a fan of his after the uh, Thor first Avenger or Thor, whatever that
0: yeah. is, um,
3: subtitle, the one he did with Somni. It, and
0: uh, might have been was it Mighty Avenger? I think so. That sounds yeah. right
3: after that, but yeah, he just a delight really enjoyed talking to him over the years. This is
0: tremendous. Yeah. And a lo- yeah. Lovely guy, very modest. And, uh, yeah, just one of these, just, just sort of uncanny talents. I'd say where, you know, he puts pen to paper, um, with, you know, barely any kind of, you know, rubbing out or, or sort of free limb type work, And he just will, you know, produce something, um, just you know, completely polished. Um, Cool. Shall I move on to the next one? When's that from? Yeah. This is 2016. Okay. Yeah, I was going all guns on 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost Tim. What did I do? Did I click on you, or did what happened there was a glitch? I, I
1: was, I was, uh, I was checking to see what if, if I own a Roger Language page or if I own a Ty Templeton page. Um uh there was a Howard the Duck story in a Civil War, a Marvel Civil War one shot, which um and Ty Templeton wrote it and Language drew it. Sure. So I own a a Roger Language Howard the Duck page. Uh, I wanted I wanted to get in on that. John saying uh yeah. he's got some uh so I'm sorry, I was I'm sorry to the audience. I was googling, wait, who the, who wrote who drew that story? And I, I clicked the little X by accident. Um <laughs> I was also, I couldn't remember if uh Snowjob's um action figure um painting on the toy packaging, if he was facing right or left, and he's facing right. And so the pose is pretty similar to this. And so when this first flashed up on screen, I thought it's sort of like the rest of the story from Snowjob's <laughs> toy package. You know, he's like you know, firing That's as right. he's doing this action slalom, but there's also this. Cartoony snowman was, in a tie.
0: Bynum. I was just thinking about the coloring choices again, as, as well. And I see that he's got the orange skis, which you know isn't the, isn't the toy, but is the color of his skis in order of battle. So um, again, that's the ref, the reference driving uh, driving the, the the choices being made, which I wouldn't necessarily have. Uh, can you originally put two and two together? Out.
1: Yeah. Can you can you zoom in on the snowman? I want to see the uh, the little uh, textures on his jacket and his pants which language did with yep. like a, a white like a whiteout pen or something after putting down the base
0: uh, yep yep like, yep, like, yep. It,
1: is it houndstooth like mm. this is a houndstooth jacket mm. just because of those yeah, yeah. Th- that recurring pattern of three little diagonal white lines <clears throat> and then he's got a little bit of highlighting on the pants like that's that's, and then the shadow from under his arm that's reaching forward to the left of yeah. the button,
0: like, like anyone just, who uh, a, a hint of blue on the arc of that, uh, you know, the, of that background yeah. as well, where the the snow meets the sky.
1: Uh, I wish he just drew a, like a regular issue of GI Joe. Like this doesn't need to be like <laughs> that. Would be great. No, this doesn't need to be like a one-page like Fred Hembeck send-up. Who's the who's your Action Force funny guy?
0: Oh, do you mean Lou Stringer?
1: He's like the little cartoony guy in in Action Force. He like hosts the letters page or something.
0: Yeah, come like, come back, combat Colin, Colin. is drawn by Louis Stringer.
1: Okay, thank you. Like, like we we think of language as someone who only cartoons. He's doing like cartoony stubby proportions you know like how the simpsons don't look like real people um they're like shorter and they've got bigger eyes but like clearly he knows how to draw anything he's just like mostly drawing in this cartoony style but like like everything of everything is impeccable his line his composition his poses his color um like he can draw the hell out of anything and we would we would like pigeonhole him as like as a humor artist because That's mostly what he does, or that's only what he does. But It's like, no, you have to be really good to be able to do this. This is, like, deceptively simple.
0: Yeah. Okay, next up... We have got Baroness, clearly, but Baroness by who? Is that Shannon? No, it's not Shannon.
1: Is that uh, Drew Johnson?
0: no mm. shall i put you out your misery yeah yeah this is ben oliver oh. uh, Yeah. in brighton my hometown 2017 um and yeah the the sketch itself um sort of skewed quite let me pull this back. Quite low on the page, so it doesn't necessarily fill the the whole whole page. So it's uh, about what two thirds, two of the the lower half of the the page. And um, yeah, so Ben Ben Oliver sort of quite famous. So he's not known for anything in GI Joe, but um, he he sort of. Does a lot of cover work and um, you know other commission work where he does a lot of like you know headshots or you know they, they, that that kind of uh, bus shot where um, he'll mix media he'll he'll sort of start start with something on the page, scan it, digitally colour it, then maybe print that out and then go over it again with some uh, for example pencils and, and add a, another layer of uh, media to it sometimes. Um, let me uh, let me zoom in a little bit more on this one.
1: He uh, he drew that He Man origin special for DC like six years ago.
0: Yeah, he's he's, he's an artist that um you know is particularly known for, for sort of cover work more recent more recently, but he has done um, an astonishing volume. Of, of work but, but it's sort of just like you know the odd issue here and there as a as a fill-in for somebody else yeah maybe a... it's a run on a on a book that is less well known so like i think he did a quite long run on batwing the um batman um family uh book
1: he did a he did an arc or two on Ultimate X-Men, I think when Kirkman was writing it, after everyone stopped paying attention to that book. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. issue issue 80. Um, and he did... Uh, he was helping Jay Lee on um, Superman-Batman or Batman-Superman oh, right. uh, mm-hmm. when I think they decided that, like, the first issue was going to be double-sized. And, like, all of a sudden, they needed a backup story. And <laughs> even though these two guys draw quite differently, they both... Um, very much put a premium on figure and foreground and not on background. So in that way, it was it was a real match. Mm-hmm.
2: That's lovely. It's really nice. It really is.
1: Yeah, it's, um, people tend to draw Baroness's eyes behind uh, the glasses. And whether this is like, well, there's yeah. sunglasses mm-hmm. or this is just a little like something's left out so that she sort of gets to be a little hidden, a little anonymous. This is a uh, maybe it's like an obvious choice that i think no one ever takes
0: yeah i've sort of I, I i've sort of thought to myself before that these are something akin to like aviator glasses or something like that um it's funny actually when he gave when he gave it back the the sketch back to me he he said something like it it, it probably doesn't look like much but it's but i did work hard on it <laughs> You know, some, I guess sometimes things can look deceptively simple. And then you said, I'm really
1: disappointed. I think for this money, you owe me a second sketch. You handed <laughs> your book back to him.
0: Yeah. Ben, ben is, yeah, Ben is an artist that I've regretted that I've not got more from, um, particularly when back when he was cheaper. <laughs> but uh, yeah, very, very talented and uh, very nice, chap. Um, what's up next mm, it's snake eyes uh it was drawn at the Portsmouth 2018 convention but who is the artist it's not uh it's not again most of these aren't artists that are necessarily um, associated with GI Joe so that's not going to help you
2: I feel like I should know that shading and I can't place it.
0: I'll put you out of your misery, I think. This is... Uh, oh, wow. ...Glenn Shelby, um, who I've met uh, a number of occasions. Again, uh, absolutely uh, uh, lovely guy and, uh, yeah, someone that uh, sort of will actually go, oh, yeah, you know, you're, you're that guy that I know, <laughs> sort of, when, when we, which is a, a nice thing. And, um, yeah, so most... Famous for some of his projects like um, Injection and his work on Deadpool, and uh, I'm forgetting some of his key works. I think, but Thunderbolts. Yeah, he and, helped. Uh, he
1: helped out on the Return of Wolverine when uh, Mcniven. Yes, Mcniven drew right. two issues and Shelley drew three of them. Can I put in a plug? Uh, for everyone, Declan Shelvy is co-writing a new monthly series for Image. He's drawing the covers, but not the interiors. It's called Time After Time. First mm-hmm. four issues are out. It's great.
0: I hear it, it is good stuff, yeah. And uh, the thing that I, I was forgetting that I knew that I should mention as well is Moon Knight. So, he had a, a key mm-hmm. uh, run on uh, Moon Knight, which... Uh probably um, there's there's, you know, so, so some good moon Knight runs, but I'd say it's kind of the definitive modern moon Knight uh run. And uh this was uh, uh this <laughs> this is uh something that uh yeah was very quickly done really. I was just sort of happened to be by his his um uh table and asked if he'd be able to do a, a sketch and, and yeah, we just picked up this book. You know, worked cho- chose uh, chose chose the character. I think, yeah, I said any character from from JoJo, and he was happy to uh, to do that. And uh, yeah, he often he works in when he's doing uh, doing convention. He'll, he'll have a particular kind of theme or idea in mind. And um, this this one time around, he he wanted to. Um, experiment with a little bit with colour and watercolors. So that's why uh some colour was being applied to to this one. So you know it might it would be a case where not a case where he's gonna be doing colour every sketch appearance that he he does or convention appearance, but but at this particular one he wanted to 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 play. So uh, and hello to Vagon over on YouTube. Um and he's congratulating us on our plugs that we're making. So
1: um I have to fact check, I got that title wrong. The series is called Time Before Time. It's not Time After Time. I'm sorry. This great image series co-written by Declan Shelby is called Time Before Time.
0: And a great Cindy Lothbus song called Time After Time. <laughs> uh
1: this is oh, one of those art- This is one of those artists where you know, I'm sure we all have a list of like 10 or 150 artists who are really good who've never drawn G.I. Joe for Marvel or Devil's Do or IDW. And we think, I sure wish that guy would draw a cover or a story. Um, uh, every time I see Shelby's interior work, uh, I, I I get that little buzz in the back of my head. It's like, I think, I wonder if this guy's a G.I. Joe fan. It's like, is he about that age? You know,
0: it's yeah. like. Unfortunately, like, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not, Tim. I've had the okay. converse- conversation. He's done he's he's done a few commissions for people um, that that are available are online. I think he did a very cool Storm Shadow, if I remember correctly. Um, but but yeah, he's he's not he's not chomping at the bit to do lots of lots of GI Joe, unfortunately. <laughs> Shane's got
2: one. from him. I have a digital camo Storm Shadow. Um, this is probably the thing I'm thinking of. It was a convention sketch. Same thing. I let him pick from a handful of characters. I like this way better.
0: Watch. Jane, yours is Jane,
1: great. Jane, is yours head and shoulders?
2: Mine, um, there's a big focus on background. There's not a lot of focus on <laughs> I,
1: I think what you're saying is that Declan Shalvey is really thinking about the overall composition.
2: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say.
1: You know, whereas this one, like Declan Shalvey is like he's not giving a lot of consideration to the negative space around Snake Eyes' head and shoulders.
2: I love that he added the color, in. <laughs> I think that really that really makes it pop a little more. In yeah,
0: it makes, it makes it pop, and it it sort of makes it more than more than just a regular, yeah, headshot. So so it's uh, that's good. Uh, let's move on. What's next? Ooh, oh, Gene, ah. so this is. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? John, was that yeah, you? Gina, Gina. Yep. Gina. Good job, John. Uh, Has to be. Bingo. Cool. Beautiful.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: There we go. Uh, there's the there's the the ha explanation does... exclamation mark. He does so much with
1: fine lines. It's such a joy to see him work with really medium thick markers here
0: i think this is this is kind of his preferred convention sketch kind of route is to work with a lot of quite chunky copic markers and to play with um some of the yeah some some of the the, the color effects and the the tones that you can create with the different gray tones um yeah quite quite a quite a talent he's got in in terms of using copics as a as a medium <laughs>
3: yeah I I recognize this immediately I I picked up uh, a piece from Gene many years ago I know he's not much of a Joe fan Uh, he did a bazooka Uh, it's basically a head and shoulders you see kind of the cannon coming off his shoulder but we started talking and he's like do you ever think he showed up hung hung over for a fight and there's a whole commentary about bazooka thinking about being hung over from the night before (laughs) I really enjoyed visiting with him and
2: yeah this is beautiful I am jealous that I never thought to get Scarlet from him because that's yeah. awesome. Um also I'm curious, did you pay cash for this or did you have to pay in another manner?
0: Uh I believe he was taking uh donations for probably uh is it heroes? That's um, what I uh, did.
3: Yeah, I did a hero initiative.
0: So he just I th- I think he had like a jar or something that that I stuck uh stuck on in there. So uh, yeah and, back uh,
2: in the early days gene high used to like to make people work for the sketches <laughs> he wouldn't charge cash but he would ask you to he would come up with something zany and have you do that <laughs> um, he came around to a couple of shows in my area years ago and a buddy of mine wanted a batman but couldn't be at the show so Gene Ha's like, "All right, well, you're gonna to have to do something to earn the sketch." I'm like, "The sketch isn't even for me." He's like, "It doesn't matter. Sketch. You have to do. You have to do this task." And the task was, I had to put on a puppet show. <laughs> so I had no idea how to make this happen, and. I asked around and one of the dealers there said that he had brought a second pair of shoes and socks and I could use the sock. So I basically made this horrible sock puppet and put on this really lame two minute puppet show that Gene was not impressed by at all. But he did the Batman sketch and sure it I got nothing out of it.
1: Except the best Gene Ha convention yes, story <laughs> anyone's ever told. <laughs> He's so a cool man. guy.
2: He's a great guy. Yeah.
1: Can you Mark, can you zoom back into the eyes? I just want to point out how lovely the like I would call it under painting here, but it's not paint, it's marker, right? Like the light grays on either side of her eye. And then above her eyelashes right which creates the shadow for where you know your eyebrow sticks out and then your eye your orbit is recessed um uh and then you know like her the actual white part of her eye on the right has that light gray but the highlight on the left uh, around the blue and the pupil is left white um gorgeous and yeah, and cause like it, and blobby because it's like, as you said, like chunky markers, like this isn't done with a I'm, a, I'm holding a micron, right? This isn't, this isn't done with a micron, you know?
0: Mm. And yeah, I mean, and he's not, he's not just drawing with the dark colors as well. He's drawing the, 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 the lighter gray Copics that he's using, isn't just shading mm-hmm. it's drawing as well. So, you know, a good chunk of this, you know, the nose is, is, created with light grays and just the tiniest details like this little eyelash uh, there um you know for her her left eye just hinted at just by that you know one gray line and, and stuff um yeah it's it's uh he's got this uh you know he's a great personality and uh, sort of real uh positive enthusiasm in you know about about everything as as well which is is just great to see an encounter as a convention uh I- experiences as, as well he um he actually drew uh did a swap with uh, uh james my son who um he said uh you know he the, the first encounters this was probably two years before for this one he said um can you, know, can you draw me something in my, my sketchbook and he said i will only if you draw me something too and so they were both drawing together side by side um and uh and yeah um, james gave him the uh the drawing that he had done at the end of it which was a a robin and he you know he was really enthusiastic yeah that's great thanks so much you know just uh a love a lovely lovely uh encounter cool zoom out uh this next one is, again, quite uh, interesting, different out there. It's a big name, but not someone that is associated with G.I. Joe. Wills Portasio. Oh. Yeah.
1: Ding, ding, wow. ding.
0: There we go. Wills Portasio, Dr. Mindbender, MCM May 2019. Um, so so i think it was he's he's not someone that's been to the uk very much so it was the first time i would encountered him uh possibly the first time we'd been in in the uk and um again is quite a strange convention um he didn't uh, i wasn't first on his his list but he had just enough time to to squeeze me in um and uh I said to him, "Yeah, do you, do you like GI Joe?" Yeah, I like G- I like GI Joe. Um, and I just gave him a choice of what to draw, gave him the book, and came back. and I think was was surprised to see what he'd drawn. and He said that he um, just liked the wackier characters, and he also liked um, the fact that that you can see Doctor Maya Mender's face, and there's you know these different interesting facial characteristics with the monocle and the, the the mustache and a lot of cobras are kind of covered up so you can't see their facial features so um that's kind of what drew him to uh uh <laughs> to 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 take, draw this one um yeah they gone it's got his fingers crossed for a crazy legs coming up um but I don't think uh, I don't think he's he might be disappointed I don't have a crazy legs in my collection thus far <laughs> I can, think you without, zoom in, without...
3: can you zoom in on the monocle and or kind of that area yeah. of his face? It's really interesting.
0: There we go. Mm. So you can you can see the pencil lines still there. So he sort of put down the scaffolding of the piece in in pencil, and then he's uh, used you know like a fine micron or something to to, to fill in some sort of the the detailed work, and um, a thicker brush for yeah, just behind the monocle. And uh, it's kind of the, almost, almost just like a sweeping brush kind of effect for for the hint of the the cloak behind him.
1: Are you gentlemen reading um, a, uh, a lower lip under that mustache, or is that a lower set of teeth and his mouth is open a little bit? How do you read this?
3: I almost like he's, like he's chewing on his lip. To me, that's what I see. Like, like I this? see this lower lip. I don't feel like he's chewing on it, but again, that's.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I see it as lower teeth yeah. and then lower lip underneath that.
0: Yeah, I, I read it as teeth here. If if you can see my pointer. Yeah. yeah. Um, um.
1: That's where i my... Something that strikes me about this is that uh, his eye is so big and not. I know there are a lot of sketchy lines, but I'm not reading that as a super like wrinkly, like, I don't know how old Dr. Mindbender is, you know? 45? Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't even make sense to guess because it's like, you know, it's like, how old is Batman? 29? It's like, uh, All these characters are like between 20 and 35. Um, but um, Dr. Mindbender here, if you take away the monocle and the dramatic mustache, uh, he with this eye, he's youthful and handsome. Here, he's not—you know—if you think of like uh, sort of the angular face of a lot of villains, like Peter Cushing and Star Wars, or like Jafar in Aladdin. Um, even though there's a lot of work on on the right side of this drawing to separate the front of his forehead from the side and like the cheekbone, um, this is a this is sort of a and, and yes, clearly he has no ha- hair. But with that eye, this is a youthful and, like, attractive Dr. Mindbender. This is not, like, you know, a diabolically evil, scarred, you know, like, like, cobra interrogator, you know? Interesting. I I don't think of Dr. Mindbender as, like, handsome or ugly either way. But as as a villain who does terrible things and in the cartoon speaks with this, like, wonderful voice, um, I don't expect him to be youthful and... And like, attractive.
0: Okay. Yeah. There's not much. Not not too much. Not too much creasing on the. the yeah. forehead. I think most yeah. artists would have would maybe, be tempted to go in and maybe I'm saying away a few extra lines.
1: Maybe I'm saying everything but that. Thank you, Mark.
0: Cool. Uh, next up. Um, you're either going to get this immediately or never i think so this is someone who is a little bit more associated with the brand i don't know
1: but i like there. it is this jeff senior
0: this is jeff senior hmm. it's uh, his yes signature character probably uh, death Head um, and wall trophies on the background it's uh, from MCM uh, May 2019 and uh, I'll zoom in on the I'll zoom in on the background so uh, there's some trophies there in uh, on plaques and can you name the Joe's um, we've got I guess baroness. Alpine. Alpine, who's
2: that going to be? Alpine, Alpine think. Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet Gung Ho, Destro? Destro,
0: yeah, Flint. I think that must be Destro, Flint, Cobra Cobra Commander, and up the top, Snake Eyes. Um, so yeah, I was it was a the the kind of the thinking behind this. I, I was I was thinking, you know, uh, I, I'm first and foremost, uh, a GI Joe action force. Fan, but um, you know Jeff. uh, Jeff's work on uh, sort of this character, particularly, is just you know so so great. He does him so well. And I was going, what what can I ask him? And then sort of just does in in sort of in the queue coming up next. My turn to to ask Commissioner. I was like, Ding, can I ask for a full figure death? Full figure um, uh, death said, but with this kind of limited. Uh, backgrounds which is kind of ambitious but accomplishable as uh, as a convention sketch and uh, yeah he took it and run with it and uh, mission accomplished I'm very pleased with that just as a, a uk uh, collector sort of following marvel uk at, at the time sort of um you know death death Head was one of my favorites
1: mark i have i have three words for you how dare you commission a drawing with dead Joes? This 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 makes me a little uncomfortable and hurts my feelings, and and it's sort of worse because it's it's dead Joes and cobras. Like I know this is just a single drawing, and there's no it's not even a variant cover. There's no it's not interior page. There's no story, but how dare you, sir? <laughs>
0: Puts me a little bit in mind of those, like, early Marvel what-if characters where, sorry, stories where inevitably, no matter what what-if occurred, it somehow resulted in the entire destruction of the Marvel Universe and, <laughs> you know, murder of absolutely every single character that there there was, which seemed to be somehow the uh, the trend. Um Maybe, maybe that's just an elaborate joke, and they're sticking their heads through uh, through the wall, uh, and they're fine, Tim. You don't have to worry. You know what? Um, there's there's one collector that 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 this is his thing. It's the trophy wall, and um, I think his centerpiece is uh, a Brian Bolland Joker with the Batman characters on plaques on the on the wall be- behind him. Oh dear, they gone. He's just got had to take it one step too far. Saw Viper got a lot of them. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, too much. But yeah, it's I mean it's in keeping with Death's Head as a as a bounty bounty uh, hunter. You know, that's his that's his shtick. You know, it makes it makes sense for this, you know, G.I. Joe what if. Or, you know, specifically really, I think Action Force What If.
1: How dare you?
2: Mark, is that Duke between Gunho and Flint?
0: I think that's Destro. It must be Destro.
2: Oh, okay,
0: all right. Yeah, sort of uh, bold, fairly featureless. Um, yeah,
1: uh, it's, uh, I'll, I'll turn this around for myself. You know, sometimes, uh, someone at a convention sketch, the, the artist will add a word balloon and they'll have the character saying something. Uh, the, the cat, the, the word balloon here would be, um, a real American bounty. Yes, <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: Okay, very good. I'll just write that on. Now in (laughs) marker, please do (laughs) sacrilege. Okay, what have we got next? Oh, let let me let me have a. Okay, I think this is going to be fastest finger first because this this one is fairly obvious. Zach, there we go. Is that John? Yeah, Zach. Yeah, Mike Zach, the master. This was the second time that uh, I met him. The first time I got a a a quicker um, kind of remark in the front of a book, and so uh, tried my arm, chance my arm. Second time, uh, towards the you know busy guy, trying to sell lots of prints, not wanting to take too much time out of the day to. Uh, to do lots and lots of sketching and get overwhelmed then by requests. But uh, yeah, quieter end of the day, you know, he said, come, come back. Uh, m- you might be lucky. And uh, yeah, I was, and, and he then took a little bit more time to, to produce uh, this great, uh, you know, snake eyes uh, piece from, yeah. One of the masters.
1: Neat.
3: Rub it in. He, why don't you?
2: <laughs> i haven't been able to make it happen
0: yeah elusive guy yeah, i think uh yeah sort of the the case probably that you know if he starts sketching at a show the floodgates are going to open everyone's going to want one and uh he's not going to have any time to do anything else and you know i think he he wants to be able to sign the books talk to people sell his prints he hadn't uh, done shows in years and
3: shane we what what it was heroes like six or seven years ago was the first time he had done a show in years and we were there and he was signing books and he had brought some i know shane got a piece uh, one a coloring book page that he had done Mm -hmm. it seems like you know he's done more and more but i have a friend who sweet talked him into doing a, a similar snake eyes piece explaining that his grandma was the one that bought him the comics and they had this long conversation about grandma drawing or grandma getting him GI Joe comics. And then, uh, yeah, he got this beautiful little piece comparable to this and yeah, kind of upset that I couldn't figure out my grandma didn't buy me comic books. So I
0: guess my story wasn't as good. (laughs) My mom did. <laughs> the story is, the story is, my grandma didn't buy me Comet Books. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Mark, this is great. So, I'm extremely jealous. Yeah, it's really nice. It's, yeah, it's, it's nice to, uh, it's nice to have such a, you know, prestigious GI Joe name in the, in my book amongst all of the, the you know the great art from 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 artists less known with with the brand as well. So uh, it's it's uh, good to have that peppered uh, in there, and it does yeah it does feel like a, a little bit like a mission mission accomplished. I felt a bit a little bit greedy because because I had I had said that once before when I got my little remark, but um, you know bigger and better onwards and upwards.
2: Uh- yeah. <laughs> good for you, yeah.
0: It's great. Uh next up. Do we have guesses? It is Scarlet.
4: Oh,
1: Hughes. And yeah.
0: That's a very good guess. We're talking an artist in the same sort of Terry genre. Dodson. Bing 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 bing. Oh. There we go. Terry Dodson, Scarlet at Thought Bubble 2019, which again um was I think probably a first appearance in the UK for him, or, or certainly a rare appearance in uh, in the UK for uh, for him. So uh, he was doing um, kind of uh, like so I think he did had a pre-show sketch list where you know you you paid the the premium price for a, you know properly polished uh, finished. Piece, you know, akin to something that, that you know, is, is more, uh, yeah, more finished. And uh, then he was doing, I want to say, like £20 um, quick, quick sketches, um, just so that someone who couldn't, you know, didn't make his list or, or couldn't afford those kind of prices could be able to to meet him and, and you know, take, take away a nice uh, sketch. So that's uh, what I, I did, was able to sort of queue up, um, uh, have a request. I, see, I I can't remember if I said specifically Scarlet. I probably did. It was it was. I might have given a choice of maybe Baroness or Scarlet. Um, certainly, you know Terry Dodson's known known for, um, for for you know his 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 work on on. You, on you really character.
1: you really want Terry Dodson to draw a bazooka, or
0: <laughs> like, like Sandazar? I, I can like, see okay. one bazooka. Roadblock, uh, maybe there
1: there's a, there's a little story here because she's got a bandaid and Mm. there are these three symbols above her head, which don't quite correspond to her like cursing or her like feeling, uh, pain or grief sort of in how they're arranged. But there's enough of a relationship here that like, and you know, and she's her, her brow is creased that she, she has been in a little fight and, um, I like how in keeping with the fast and looseness of this sketch, um it's only the like l- latest impression of Scarlet's costume, like the shoulder pad thing, but on the on sort of the wrong shoulder, right? But like that's okay. We like you put like a couple squares or like little octagons mm-hmm. near anywhere near like a woman in G.I. Joe's shoulder, and everyone will say, Oh, that must be Scarlet. And um, it's not quite. Her, uh, like, unitard, it's not quite the, like, modern version of that. It's just, like, some shirt. Um, uh, but but um, so many convention sketches in the last 10, 15 years have become, you know, these, like, really gorgeous, finished, labored, like, half-hour, hour, two-hour two hour things that it's really nice to know that anyone will still do this is like three minutes or five minutes
0: yeah probably yeah five minutes let's say yeah
1: um because you know when i started getting convention sketches that's that's what it was and like very initially they were free it's like yeah i'll draw you something for two minutes and then it was like okay well 10 or 20 25 bucks for you know 30 second to three minute sketch and um and since so much of the stuff you've shown us and we've seen in, in similar episodes are these, you know, bigger, fancier uh, pieces, you know, it's like, you know, this is like 80% Scarlet and 20%, <laughs> and, and 20% like sketchbook, comic book woman.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, you know, you, you you say, you know, you, you don't know necessarily going into these things, whether, whether someone's going to be a fan of GI Joe or not, but um, in ev- f- fairly inevitably, if they're American of a certain age, there's no way that they've escaped, you know, the cartoon, the toys, the comic, to, to some de- some degree. So, so um, a lot of a lot of um, particularly American artists have got, you know, a real affection for um, the, the, the the you know the property. And um, yeah, Terry said that yeah he was very much a, a fan of GI Joe uh, in his youth, and uh, and I asked if the if the plaster on her cheek was like a tribute to, to issue twenty one, and he said it was, and and that kind of thing. So, you know, you know, enough, fan enough to know that.
1: I take that back. This is not eighty percent Scarlet and twenty percent Sketch. This is a hundred percent Scarlet. I apologize. <laughs> apologize to mark and to mr. Dodson
2: I wondered when I saw the band-aid if he was a fan and
0: that's where it came from that's cool and I like the boldness of just using the Copic craze on on the nose just to um, add that add that in as well okay I think we are now coming into the the in the final straight we've got one more piece. Uh, in my sketchbook, which is the last one in there, before we move on to uh, the most recent piece, which is that one—the blank page. <laughs> you know, <laughs> of, you know that—that that is what's been used, and that's what's left left to go. So there's there's still lots of empty uh, empty space in my in my book, and uh, funnily enough, not too many conventions that I've been to since uh, March 2020. So. Um, yeah, this was this this last one that we're talking about was uh, Thought Bubble 2019, which was the last convention that I went to in person. And this next one coming up is an at-home commission. So here we go. Oh yeah! Wow. You've- I don't remember the guy's it's name, but it's,
3: it's phenomenal. The- I was really yeah. jealous when you
0: showed this. Yeah. Wow! So this is ian kennedy who uh, uh is a uk comic art legend so most famous for his work on the likes of commando and warlord and and these kind of things so sort of the british boys comics um and he's now in his late 80s so he's a, a real uh, uh industry uh legend who sort of only in recent years has kind of you know become aware really of of this fan base of of people and conventions and things like that uh, of people who grew up you know um with his uh, read you know looking you know looking at his his work and and so on and uh, Th- this uh, was
3: done i'm sorry this was done by somebody in their
1: 80s yes can you zoom in
0: stunning i <laughs> yes, certainly can
1: I want to see Wild Weasel in these five brush strokes. Jeez.
4: <laughs> wow! Yeah. Put it oh, and, and and, it's and look, gorgeous. At,
1: look at all the reflected light. All the there's all this yeah. red. There's all this red in the shadows of the Rattler, like under the under the gun pod. Under the
0: oh yeah 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 the white
1: uh can you can you move your cursor over under the like five characters further uh little yeah right there there's all this there's all this red reflected oh, light yeah, right, yeah there. right there in the blue and then on the other side of the of the uh the turbine
0: yeah on here yeah yeah and in in here yeah and yeah he's a uh, a real master of color he um uh you know he's able to do this at at, at the you know the quality that he does that the age he does, but also incredibly quickly for, for what it is. Um, and uh, he's got yeah, a real eye for, for color, but also an eye for kind of print, you know thinking in terms of how you would produce something and then how that would be reproduced and potentially um, uh, what's the right, reduced in size. Um so so you can get get away with drawing things at a cert, in a certain way, you know, at the at the scale, but when they reduced, you know, they, they um does they uh yeah just look so much more polished than some of the the um uh so, yes, some some of the uh, I guess blobbiness is <laughs> not the word that I want to use, but the I word think, that I've got in my mind. I, I think the, the word. It, I think
1: the fancy word is uh, the painterly quality of the mark making. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs>
1: um, is this is yeah, in I, your? And, this is in your some sketchbook.
0: Interesting things in this style. This is in my sketchbook. Let me um, come back to, uh, <sighs> and was this uh was this
1: more expensive than other sketchbook sketches cuz this is cuz it's painted uh
0: wow. yeah, yeah so this would be the most uh in terms of uh the the cost versus any of the others um it's yeah so by a fairly long margin uh the the yeah the, the next closest one would be dave johnson but that's still still even that is a, a fair distance uh away um the, but the this thing is this not... is not
3: a sketch i mean let, let you know let's let's face it <laughs> we're what we've seen otherwise you know or, 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 obviously everything is tremendous this is just a work of beauty and i mean this, this is... could be package art for crying out loud this is absolutely oh, stunning
1: um, yeah. this is a this is a commission
3: yeah it, it is oh it's so jealous
0: mark i, guess, yes. well, I mean, I, I, mean I remember when you first posted
3: this i was stunned
0: oh it's just beautiful yeah and what, but, I, what i've not said yet out out loud here i've said it in passing b- before is that um i i basically act as uh ian's art rep essentially so um the he does the hard work but but i i do the admin on his uh email inbox basically (laughs) so so i I help him i help him line up um his his commissions um sort of do the do the donkey work of you know figuring out what people actually want so that he can concentrate on the on the painting so so sort of you know help him with the admin side of of that so that he can he can focus on the the bit that, that he wants to do which is the the, the painting side, so I started doing that, I um, uh, guess, uh, late summer 2019, so in the in the run-up to Thought Bubble, and, and I was sat with him at uh, Thought Bubble 2019, um, which is why I probably had fewer pieces done that year than, than I would normally have done.
1: This is the artist, uh, if that... Um... Battle Action Force Kickstarter book reached a certain tier. He was going to do a new cover. That's Is right. That... Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. Wow.
0: And yeah, I think I've shared before uh, another commission that I've uh, had from him. I ha- yeah, I shared it on the the Action Force Kickstarter uh, YouTube livestream that that we did. But uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, i think i'll do something on another show again uh to, to share it once uh once more because it's uh, certainly uh uh worth it <laughs> but um yeah if um here's the advertising plug bit but yeah if it, anybody does want to commission something from uh ian his list is open ian kennedy all
1: right so th- although this is a vehicle he he also drew and draws figures, people.
0: Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So um, he his um, uh, kind of background and speciality is in uh, sort of you know painted art, but he works in charcoal, pencil, inks, and this sort of ac- ac- painted acrylics style. So um, he still regularly produces painted covers for commando which is uh essentially a, a war comic um that's that's one of the things he's most known for he also did a big run uh on Dare in the pages of new eagle again it's a, a british uh, comic and he and his work graced a lot of like uh uh annuals so so it was a bit of a, a british tradition is that you'd have your weekly comic book coming out and you'd collect it and then there'll be an annual produced and that was extra special because it was uh, a hardcover um, and you'd get it wrapped and you know put it in your stocking for for Christmas and stuff so it's a bit of a British institution and so a lot of uh, the um, the British boys comics annuals sort of has big splashy pitch, uh, paintings from, from uh, Ian Kennedy on the front and, and, yeah, so he, uh, it, one of his specialities is in aviation art. He just loves planes, would have loved to uh, have been uh, a, a pilot. So very, very much um, uh, an interest area of him to, to have in um, uh, drawing planes. So, so that's why I chose this particular subject for him. Uh, but uh, he also does, like, sci-fi, like Dan Dare, so sort of spaceships, you know, moon bases, all of that kind of thing, Um, vehicles, so he's done great, um, uh, they call it the Killdozer from Judge Dredd, which is like this big, bit like Rolling Thunder type vehicle from from G.I. Joe. Uh, He's done a Rhino uh, from Mask, fairly recently. Um, He's just uh, produced a nice uh action force co- commission for somebody that hasn't been shared yet so i won't i won't spoil that just yet but um that will be shared uh, eventually and uh that one that one was a nice sort of i think a3 black and white piece um yes yeah, so and and then also you know the the figure work so so a lot of the work that he does is like um like full figure kind of uh Portrait, you know, like sort of hero pose, like a painted version of what you might see in uh, in order of battle. <laughs> but yeah, it's all it's all there. You know, examples are all, all up there on the on the, the social medias and and, and things. So um, you know, very easy to get an idea of the kind of thing that he's done. And then any time anyone asks for something in that GI Joe Action Force kind of theme, um, yeah, you know, I'm delighted. <laughs> Because, because I get to see it.
1: Yeah. Cool.
2: Very impressive.
0: Thank you. So that is my yeah. That's that's my sketchbook, and uh, yeah, just looking forward to at some point getting back out to a convention, and uh, Mark, who's on your
3: that. list of people that you either. Joe specific creators or people that are associated with the property or people in general, somebody that you really are looking forward to getting in your
0: book. Ooh, in my book specifically, that's a, oh, that's a tough one. I think it'd be at the, sh- it typically be at the show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> do I like them and would I think they'd be applicable to, to GI Joe, you know, tick tick. Um, Someone that um, I was keen to get something from, but it's not panned out, has been uh, a, a British artist called Dylan Teague, who um, does uh, you know sort of very a, a, a sort of very precise style, but with a lot of you know often he does a lot of interesting things in, in color as as well, sort of um, like with copics and pencils and things when he's doing his sketch. So um, I've got a particular idea in mind for, for him. Uh, to pan out, which will hopefully pan out one, one day, but you never know. Um, yeah. If you gave me a bit of time, I'd be able to give you a list as long as <laughs> you, you're on, but Fair enough. <laughs> I'm on the spot at the moment. What about, what, what about you guys? What, what do you think? Um, do you have like a, uh, an ultimate wish list person for, for to, to, to get something from in your own, in your own sketchbooks that, that, You've not had yet.
3: Yeah, for me, it's Michael Golden and Dave Johnson. Those are probably the top two for me. That you know, it's funny when you showed your Johnson piece, and I know Shane's got at least a couple. You've got a couple pieces from Dave now, don't you? Shane, I have you got two. the One, televiper. I and, yeah. yeah, I I'm I have really, a
1: really yeah
3: I have a really weird Dave Johnson piece that a friend of mine got me, and it's a cover to an alternative music magazine from the late '90s of the band Benfold's Five. And he had it in a. My friend got it for me probably five years ago, was at uh, Emerald City Con, and it was in his binder. And he's like, wait, this is Ben Folds 5. And he's like, yeah, it's something I did 20 years ago for this magazine. And so I have the penciled cover to this off the wall alternative music magazine. And it's funny because there's a British contingent of Ben Folds fans that are very upset that I have that. (laughs) But that's, I'm like, I can't believe I'm, I'm, you know, and I've been a fan of Dave's for a long time. And I have this off the wall thing that he did years and years and years ago. But yeah, I would say for me, it's, it's golden and and Dave Johnson are right at the top of the list.
0: Yeah. As soon as you said that, I thought to myself, yeah, of course, Michael golden. That would be, yeah. That'd be one of the ultimate additions to, to, to my sketchbook for sure. Are you thinking Tim? (laughs) <laughs> i've
1: I've had a, a Mike Fossberg commission in mind for five years and i I just never get around to it because uh, uh, you know it was like when, when I've done commissions you know between like email and scanning and getting um reference it, it ends up being... Like two afternoons of work, which is not a lot, consi- you know, considering it's money and it takes someone two months or three months. Um, but I just sort of I never prioritize that. So uh, Jeff Isherwood, because uh, the two issues of GI Joe that he drew, um, I think
0: he's someone that still does like he, he is available. And... I'm, I'm on
1: I'm on uh, Renee Witterstad or his agent. I'm on her mailing list, so. Like I got the most recent, not that recently, but I have gotten emails from her saying, like, these six artists are available. Um, And uh, uh, I have a particular kind of uh, commission that I have gone after uh, four times, which is a large one in black and white, which represents an artist's sort of total run on GI Joe. So I have a Rod Wiggum from 10 years ago, which takes elements from like some issues in the 30s and then also a little bit from uh, 116, 117, 118. It's like, okay, if if I could get Rod Wiggum to draw one thing that's big that has multiple characters, how could it sort of represent? Um, And after Herb Trippy died, I posted the one that I had him do uh, like 15 years ago, which is is like, okay, Trippy, draw the original 13. Um, but I need like a little hint of Cobra, even if we don't see them. And uh, I need a vehicle, and then I need like these two weapons or accessories. And then and I also like this one accessory from 1984, even though that wasn't there. Can you sort of incorporate that? Um, so it's it's like if I could if I could get if I get one thing to cover everything. Uh, and since Jeff would only drew two issues. Um, that would be simpler (laughs) Uh, and then Vosberg, you know it's it's pretty it's pretty extreme it's not it's pretty it's pretty streamlined um Shane
2: um I just got Mike Vosberg to do a couple pieces in the last year or two and that was like he was someone I thought it was going to be difficult I don't know why just in my mind I had that it was going to be complicated and it was extremely simple and fast And, and they're beautiful pieces too I mean, honestly, pleasurable really well the experience. Done. It was just Facebook Messenger, but just the interaction, it was very pleasant and very nice. Mm. Um, Mike Zach, as we mentioned, Jeff Isherwood is on my short list as someone who should be attainable and did GI Joe. I've reached out to him a couple times um, this past year, and the timing just has not worked out. Um, I am on a list for Dave Dorman right now. So I am. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited about that.
1: Would that be somebody
2: be painted? Painted? Yeah. No, just a, a pencil sketch. But um, I don't know. I even though I've always associated him with GI Joe, I never thought about getting a GI Joe piece from him. And then the opportunity came up, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need to, <laughs> I need to do that." So I lined something up there.
1: One of the things that uh, diminishes my urge for commissions is if I have published art or like development art by that person. Like I have a Zek uh remark in that sketchbook that he self-published like 15 years ago. Like if you ordered it from him directly, he would draw a Snake Eye's head or a Punisher head in the like on the first page. Um, so I have that. But I also have a Zek cover. So I don't, you know, this isn't like a white whale for me, even though something new and you know more custom would be uh wonderful like that that itch is uh scratched for several artists
2: i do have a uh, i have a captain america head sketch from zach that i got through his website a couple of years ago which is Mm -hmm. really cool but yeah i'd like to have a gi joe piece really and i've i've tried there's been times where he was at conventions and i didn't have the ability to do it there's times where i've reached out to him and he said "Now's not a good time reach out to me later And it's just, it never really lines up. So I don't know. We'll see. Potentially I'll see him later at a convention. So we'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah. Have you got your, have you got your next convention appearance uh, attendance, I guess uh, in mind now, how are things lining up for that?
2: Um, We have Cincinnati comic expo is coming up here in a few weeks, two weeks. Um, they've said that everyone in the building is required to wear masks. Um, I guess my fingers are just crossed that it actually happens. Um, it'll be weird to be there wearing masks. I mean, nobody wants to wear masks. I understand that I'm, it's not that big of a imposition to put on a mask, but it'd just be weird to be masked up the entire time at a convention. It's so hard to have a conversation in those halls half the time. Anyway, now everyone's going to be a little muffled, but, um, yeah, we'll see if it happens. I'm hoping, it's it's a bigger convention, and I think the bigger conventions are the ones that are having trouble staying staying in existence. The smaller ones can can get by. So I'm hoping it happens. We'll see. Jim Shooter is going to be there also.
0: attending? Is Jim Shooter?
2: Um, Jim Shooter, Mike Zack, and Michael Golden all be there.
0: Am I am I thinking right that Jim Shooter does draw? He does sketch on occasion. He
2: has. Yeah, I've seen Jim Shooter sketches. Yes. The
0: one he drawn own... GI Joe
2: as a sketch. Um, hmm. I don't believe so. I don't think so. I don't know. He signed some GI Joe stuff for me.
0: You could be the first person to ask him for a shooter commission uh, sketch. <laughs> <laughs> well, my just to a do shadow. <laughs> well, no, I mean uh, she exists as a character now, so there's yeah. a design. Well, he, he didn't I'm know that, that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Shane, you would bring reference. Also, if this happens, please take a photo as it's happening, because <laughs> like that's You you know the um you know the uh you know the photo Starbucks and Starbucks and a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> See what um, I can do bring bring the figure and bring page whatever of issue one or a reprint. it's fine, and have those next to him, and he can be like <laughs> while he's drawing, and you're like with the, hey, <laughs> all right, I'll see what I can
2: do, Excellent. <laughs> it it can photo,
0: do you, can
1: i I am know, uh, well, I develops. am. I am exhibiting at a convention in uh, seven days. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> Actually, uh, my store—we've reopened. We're open. Because um, <laughs> uh, I, I did I, your song, Tim. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I realized I've been talking about the renovation and being temporarily closed, temporarily closed for so long, um, that the like the weekly video updates that I do. Um we, like, we opened two or three weeks ago, but there hasn't actually been an ad where I'm just like screaming, we're open, we're open, we're open. It, that, that message has been sort of embedded in the ads that are about other things. And so my I have some family in California, and they're like, is the store open? When's the store open? Like, oh, we've been open, open for 14 days. Um, I guess if you're not checking in the website, where anyway, anyway. So um, we do two conventions a year. We exhibit at two conventions a year. Uh, One is called Ladies' Con, which is in Somerville, Massachusetts, where my store is. Uh, uh, And it's put on by another store, the other comic book store in Somerville, Massachusetts. And I think this is the sixth year. And the idea when it started was to have a show um, where most of the guests are, uh, the creator guests are women and the people who are selling are going to have a focus on uh, women characters and women uh, creators. And I think sort of, even with like the, the second year that sort of expanded to be uh, a broader range of uh, gender identity. Um, so um, uh, it's at a small VFW really near, near where I live. So uh, load will be pretty straightforward. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, there we go. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not, I will be, I think I'm working the show all by myself. So I don't think I will take a sketchbook to anyone, uh, but the like the three guests who I know are, are friends of mine. So I could, if I needed to, I could get a sketch from them and I just go to their house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, who, who is that then? Tell us. Well, uh, well, you, you don't have to, you don't have to, if you don't want to. It's, uh,
1: it's, it, there are some local artists on the, on the, on the guest page, uh, who I am friends with. Uh, so Okay, and, we could, we could and just that is out. a good
0: time to say, if you are yeah, if you're in the Somerville area, head on down to Hub Comics, HubComics dot com is the place to find out I'm, all of the details. I'm,
1: I'm not there right now because I'm doing a live stream about <laughs> some GI Joe art.
0: It's a shocking it's a good, dereliction yeah. of duties, Tim. Uh, well, I also,
1: it was it was a long day yesterday, so. Um, a good long day. So I, I was sort of taking the day off. So how's the convention cool. looking? Any user concerns or everything seems fine? Um, Somerville's vaccination rate is high. Um, everyone, everyone the, uh, it's a city ordinance as of, I think, Tuesday, it's past Tuesday, that everyone has to be masked inside a building. Um, and the, the friendly competition who runs this show um, you know they'll they'll keep an eye on capacity and it won't be too crowded. So um, I'm not uh, I'm not concerned. I, th- I think it'll be okay. That's good.
0: Okay, cool. Um, let's I think wrap it up. It's been a uh, good sharing uh, my sketchbook and uh, good chatting to you guys. So Tim, where can people find you other than hubcomics.com? Uh, they can find me at Hub Comics some days <laughs> of the week. Uh, find
1: me at a real American I know I haven't posted in a
0: while. I will post soon, I promise. Excellent. And uh, John, do you, have you got anything to plug or where would people find you? Uh,
3: day jobs kind of stuff. You can find me at johntherman.com if you want to hear me or see me talking about Joe and Sharon. Toy finds and those kind of things uh, at John underscore Thurmond on Twitter.
0: Excellent. And Shane, is the best thing to do is type into a search bar Shane Simic comic art fans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> comic art fans. Um, my group of friends has a Facebook page Cranboys on Facebook. Um, it's mostly <laughs> random comic book stuff. There's not anything of note. Um, if something gets posted on our blog, which has been a while, we link to it there. But otherwise, comic art fans, that's where all the cool stuff's at.
0: Excellent. And so uh, I'm too embarrassed to do our new sing-song j- jingle, so i just say, when all is said and done... Wait,
1: wait, wait. Do our catch- new sing-song <laughs> jingle. Do ours, please.
0: <laughs> but you do the singing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Oh, dear. Uh, so, so what do I do? I say something uh, like... Um, and I think that's pretty much all us done, but remember.
1: What's I forget, what's the line? <laughs> you say nobody beats nobody beats oh. talking Joe. Right, right, right. Like like the 1988 jingle. Nobody beats talking Joe! A real American podcast!
0: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Waiters. <laughs> <laughs>